People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name's Jason Bailey. Uh, there's Digidoo Nate. He is very excited because today, the day that we're actually recording this episode, it is 420. Yeah. And he got up this morning and got high. We did the radio show. I think he went into my bathroom and got high again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you look forward to 420 in the afternoon to get high again. Yeah. But well, the rules say you can get high at any time. Yeah, I'll probably do it all day and then maybe smoke a big fat blunt at 420. That doesn't make any sense. Don't, people don't smoke blunts anymore, do they? Oh, yeah. Everything went to vape. Yeah, I mean, that's more, vapes are good uh, if you're like traveling around or you're someplace you're not supposed to be smoking. That's why I think I got COVID. Because, uh, passing a blunt? Our, no, our buddy, <laughs> well, I'm not going to say his name, but our buddy. Yeah. You know, our buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave me um, a little vapors at the uh, at a concert. And, right. and I felt like ever since, like months after that, I couldn't breathe and it was all kinds of things. Oh, so that's where you got it. Yeah, seriously, that's what I remember where it all started. It was a white snake. <laughs> I got COVID at white snake. I don't even know if I got COVID at all. All right, this is, uh, I think, episode 13. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. It's correct. Episode 13. Big thanks to Lionware. Lionware.shop. Those kids at the University of Alabama, uh, Alabama those Sigma Chi's working their asses off. Uh, follow them on social media. They have the most beautiful babies. And I can say this because these women are college students. You know, might be a little creepy because I'm 45, but I'm a damn good looking 45 year old. <laughs> I could go there on campus and pull my share of beautiful babies in line wear. I could if I wanted to. I don't think you should say that even if you were 21. <laughs> <laughs> what part? The beautiful babies. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing all those uh, sexy line wear outfits. Yeah. You know, the yoga and the top. Look at that girl. She's got the blue and the boobs and all that stuff. I'm not trying to be creepy. I really am not. But they look great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the the stuff is great. It's fantastic. You get a discount if you use Bailey15. That's the code B as in boy, A-I-L-E-Y, 15. During checkouts, you get some kind of discount, which is great. So load up on the Lionware stuff, Lionware.shop. Before I start with my Black Cloud story, can I ask a favor? Yeah. Would you smell my water bottle? Okay. Just the water or in the bottle? Just in the hole. Put your nose in Doesn't that smell bad? Yeah, it smells like old milk. Yeah. Why are you drinking it? The water tastes fine, but it smells like asshole. Yeah. You got you to gotta wash that. Like, you put your nose in it, and it's almost like going to a petting zoo and putting your nose up a lamb's butthole. Yeah. That's what it smells it like. It is. I don't it's know like if you've ever cheese. done that before. No? Oh, yeah. Only on Fridays. <laughs> Why are you not feeding the animals? <laughs> My nose is stuck up in its asshole. <laughs> <laughs> little Jason, every time we bring it to the petting zoo, you're always putting your nose in a lamb's asshole. <laughs> and it just kind of fits up in there. It's all nice and snug. Plus, I ran out of quarters. I can't get any more of this feed. <laughs> all right. Uh, you're not going to believe this story. This is crazy. Like, this, um, this just doesn't happen. So, you know, for those that listen to the radio show, I'm sure you've probably heard some of these things. You've probably heard a little bit about this uh, if you listen to whatever day I did it. But, um, you know, like my neighbors and I, the community that we've lived in, which we really like, it's not like an upscale community by no stretch, but they're nice neighbors, they're nice people, they're, you know, middle class homes and all that stuff. 
they must think that we are the trash of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. The Clampets. The Clampets, right. Yeah, it's the we, we had, when we first moved in, my wife's car was repossessed because her dumbass forgot to make her payments. She's forgetful and unorganized and a procrastinator. Her suitcase from our trip to Destin like two weeks ago is still sitting on our floor. And I told her I'm giving her 24 hours before I throw it out the window. Pisses me off. Uh, So there's just like little things. We've had the cops called at the house for, you know, nothing like crazy, like domestic violence or anything, but like to to retrieve a kid that ran away and was staying with our son and we didn't know. And it's all kinds of weird shit. So um, yesterday uh, I was having a, Gazebo. It's actually a very difficult word to say. Try it. Gazebo? You say cuzebo, like K. It's gazebo. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, you said cuzebo. Gazebo. Gazebo. That's what I'm saying. You're saying cuzebo. No, I'm not. Say gu like gazelle. Gazebo. Yeah, now you said it right. Yeah. Gazebo <laughs> delivered. Like the first time. <laughs> gazebo delivered. Now, here's the backstory before I tell you what happened. We have this we have this area in our backyard. Like we have these different party patios. And one of them is the Bailey party patio of awesomeness because that's the big one that has the hot tub on it. But we don't use it that much unless we have a party in which we haven't because of the pandemic for, you know, obvious reasons. Uh, and we have like these these six by six ties in the ground and they have the sunshade kind of effect and some furniture and it's a 24 by 20 foot area of just concrete, you know, and it's, it's nice. Right. And then you got a fire pit next to it over and over beyond. And then you come back up by the house, you've got where we grill and then just a sitting area outside. But this is the party patio pit of awesomeness. What I've always wanted to do is build a structure, you know, to have a gazebo. Mm-hmm. Right. But with the way prices are right now with wood, uh, and they don't make an already established aluminum gazebo kit for that size, I had to find an alternative. And wood's expensive. It's up like four times the amount. Like a two by four used to cost like $2.50. Now it's like 10 bucks. It's ridiculous. So all these prices that we got from people were just out of my budget. So my, my, my handyman, and he's a friend of mine, he suggested buying a carport. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Because a carport is essentially a gazebo. Yeah. It just depends true. on what you do under it, right? Yeah. I mean, you could have a church, and if you go in to pray in any building, it's technically your church. Yeah. But if I turned a building that people used to pray in to a brothel, it would now become a whorehouse. Yeah, that's right. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's whatever you do under the roof. Yeah. Um, I make a lot of sense sometimes. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So we buy this carport. It's huge. It's like 24 by 21 for a quarter of the cost that anybody's been giving us for these gazebos. This is brilliant. This is great. And, you know, like I'll face the post and I'll make it all nice and neat. I'll put like a little privacy area. It's going to be fantastic. Anyway, it was being delivered. And I'm like, this is going to be a big fucking pallet. This is going to be huge. How are they going to do this? In my head, I'm thinking that they're going to bring this like big flatbed, this wrecker with, you know, one of those cranes. That would pick it up. Oh, yeah. To drop it in. Because it's made out of aluminum. It's, mm. This is heavy. You, know, you can't just put it in the back of a, a, a pickup truck. No, it'd blow out. Well, this guy shows up yesterday in a rider truck, a box truck. You know, Not the biggest of box trucks, but it's not the smallest of box trucks. 
This guy gets out, and I just got back from tennis, and I was starving, and I'd made ribs this past weekend. So I'm in the garage just chowing down on ribs. Like, I am, my body was craving something. I just needed something with food. You know, I feel like a fat slob. I'm saying, oh, just put it over there. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm like, this is going to be interesting. There's one dude, one truck, one uh, big ass, or or I don't know how many pallets, you know, how many pallets. One so cup. He, yeah, one cup. He opens up the back of the this rider truck, and it's one pallet compressed. I mean, it's not big at all. It's, uh, I don't know what to compare it to. It's like the size of a dining room table. Oh, man. Yeah, all of that in that size of a pallet. That doesn't seem right, yeah? Ooh, that's going to be a lot of work to put together. No shit. Like, that's like they packaged this motherfucker, like, tight. Like, tight like tiger. <laughs> I mean, they put this down. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. I said, we'll just put it over here in the garage. So, all right, so I went back up to finish my rib. And the guy goes to the, by the way, he parked like a jackass. So it's kind of a, a tight turn in front of my house and he's got this, this rider truck and it's kind of cockeyed. So he couldn't pull all the way into the driveway. So it's kind of like one tire, front right tires up on the curb and which is a, like my neighbor's yard. And then he's kind of in my driveway. And so, so I was like, just get this fucking thing over with, just put it in the thing and just move a nice guy and all, but just, you know, kind of dumbass. Yeah. Um, so I'm in back in the garage. I'm just watching. I'm thinking it's going to be two seconds in and out. This dude. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. He starts walking up the driveway. And I just know something's wrong. And he says, do you have anything to jimmy my door? I don't know. And I'm like, will you lock your keys in there? And he's like, yeah. I was like, you don't have an extra key? No. <sighs> okay. So, like, I've got all these tools in my garage. Most of them, I don't even know what they do. What would you give him to Jimmy a door, Nate? Uh, like a crowbar? Cro- a cro- crowbar to Jimmy a door. That's to break the window. Can't. Well, isn't he just trying to, like, pull the window out so he can get in there? No, he's trying to go down in the, the door, the actual door oh, okay. frame like, and, like, undo the lock. Like, you need a hook or something. Oh, yeah, like a coat hanger. Have you ever seen those movies where, like... The bad guy's like, oh, I want to steal a car, and he's got a coat hanger, and he goes in. Oh, oh yeah, pop, pop, coat pop. hanger or string. Okay, well, I don't have a metal coat hanger. I hate him. Despise oh. him. No more wire hangers, mommy dearest. <laughs> I was taught at a very young age not to have metal coat hangers, unless you're doing an abortion for somebody that doesn't have a lot of money. <laughs> or, or a lot of coats. <laughs> or a lot of coats, right. So uh, so I was, I'm trying to find everything straight and metal in my garage to give to him. So I just give him a bunch of shit. Yeah. And he's, he leaves my garage like he's cradling a baby or an alligator. <laughs> and he walks down there and he just kind of drops it all. He's like, do you have anything to pry the door open? Oh, you know what? I might. He goes, do you have one of those pump bags? So for Christmas, my wife got me a bunch of these like random tools. And one is a bag. It looks like a whoopee cushion that's got a pump on it. Like if you were to do your blood pressure mm-hmm. and it you, you, you put it. In this case, between the door and the truck, and you, pu- I had no idea what it was for. I didn't. I thought it was the lift. I guess you can lift stuff with it. It makes sense, right? It's air. It's lifting it up. Yeah. And so I was like, "Hold on, let me find it." So I find it. It's like, "Oh, that's going to be perfect." Well, like time. Obviously, the time is going on. It's a lot longer than me telling you the story, believe it or not. And the guy's not getting anywhere. And so uh, he's like, "Do you have roadside assistance?" And I said, "Well, don't you?" Yeah. Good job. Well, my phone's in the truck. Jeez. 
like, God almighty. An idiot. This dumb fucker left his phone and his keys locked in the truck. Why you would lock the truck in my neighborhood? I have no idea. And why you lock it? It's like, why did you lock it in the first place? But I didn't want to get into that conversation with him. You know, so of course I'm snapping pictures and I'm posting it on social media. I'm like, this is dumbass. <laughs> so I'm like, well, let me find out. I know I didn't have AAA, but I just got a, I just signed up with a new insurance company. I left Allstate after like 20 some years because they were dicks. And I went to Farmers Insurance. Mm-hmm. They've been great. They've been fantastic. And I guess I get, I guess it's free roadside assistance with my insurance. I had no idea. That's nice. So I go onto the app and it's really simple. I pop, pop, bing, pop, bing, 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 bing. And it comes up, a uh, guy's going to be here in 54 minutes. That's a long time. An hour. After like 30 minutes of this other bullshit. <laughs> I have to wait 54 minutes for the key opener locksmith guy to show up while this giant rider truck is blocking traffic in front of my house, yet he still hasn't gotten my gazebo off of it. I'm sitting there eating my rib in the garage like a fat kid wanting to throw it at his face because I'm so irritated that he was that stupid. Uh, So I'm like, dude, don't worry about unlocking the door. Just go and get the shit off the back. Give me my gazebo. So he does. He pulls it off. That was a struggle because he had like one of those compression pallets. It's not like he had a, you know, a forklift or anything. Mm -hmm. He does it. I was surprised. He's like, I might need your help, you know, because this is heavy. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, (laughs) not happening. This is not my job. I paid for this delivery. Why should I help you? You already got me using my own roadside assistance service. Now you want me to pick up a a pallet of metal? No, thanks. No, it's not happening, bro. And he's like this skinny dude. He's not even like a big dude. Uh, So we're sitting there waiting. Now there's a school bus. This is the first vehicle. A school bus comes. And I just look at the guy about 20, 30 yards away. I put my hands up. I'm like, sorry, dude, tough shit. He lets the kids off before. And I walk up to the window and he looked like a school bus driver. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like if I say that woman is a lunch lady at a middle school, you know what she looks like? Yeah, exactly. Kind of gray skin color, Mm. you know, (laughs) stressed out. Reptilian. (laughs) Eyes all jacked up and (laughs) sideways, hairnet, hairs falling out, blotches, that kind of shit. Uh, always wearing an apron. This guy looked like a school bus driver, you know, kind of mutant-esque. Yeah. And I walk up to the window and I said, dude, this guy locked his keys in the car. You're going to be here a minute. You might as well turn around. Tells me he can't turn around. I guess school buses are not allowed to back up. I could see if you're letting a kid off, but you got to back up at some point. No, they just go forward. <laughs> they they don't removed go, it. They don't. They, they're like bumper cars. Well, even think bumper cars go backwards. Yeah. These they, they, they do not go backwards. He says, I can, I am not allowed to go backwards. Yeah, that seems odd. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's nuts. So, um, okay, so so the school bus there. Then another truck pulls up, and he's got a bunch of shit behind, in a trailer. This guy looked like he was you know, part of the Duck Dynasty family, he and his wife. Mm-hmm. They look like mutants, too. I put my hands up. Sorry, dude. He puts his hands. Actually, he put his hands up first. I put my hands up. As I'm walking towards the truck, I'm like, guy locked his, and I got to explain it every time. Guy locked his tree, keys in the truck. You're not going anywhere for about an hour. Well, I got to get this shit to the dump by five. Well, go fuck yourself. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. You know, you got you to gotta back up. He didn't want to back up either. And then all these cars started coming. I finally said to the dude after the pallet was off, bro, you're directing traffic. I've got shit to do. I had to go play on the radio show. I had to get a shower. Uh, I had shit to do, man. 
can't stay out of here because this dumbass locked his keys in the car. But what are the odds of just something as simple as getting a pallet? Like, let's say the Amazon guy. That might be more relatable. Everybody gets an Amazon package. Can you imagine the Amazon guy pulling up to your house, parking cockeyed in the driveway, as they often do, mm-hmm. blocking the road because they think it's going to be two seconds in and out, and they lock their fucking keys in the Amazon truck. And then the Amazon guy's got to hang out with you for fucking 60 minutes. They start opening packages. Yeah, I mean, really, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what it's are you like, doing? What are the odds of that happening, Nate? Uh, with you, pretty good. Normal people, not so much. So, like, if I would have told you the day before that I was getting this delivered, mm. you would have said what? Not that he's going to lock his keys in the car. There's no way he could have predicted that. But you would have said, oh, dude, something bad's going to happen. I can just feel it. Yeah, whether it was uh, he couldn't lift it off by himself and you had to help or it was broken, something would have gone wrong. Yeah, and he's, the guy was so worried uh, that I was going to complain. Anyway, so I go inside, and I'm watching this dude on the security cameras. He's just chilling out. Like, he's hanging out on the top of the cab of the truck. He's not, like, sitting in the driveway. Or anything. He's, like, on the roof of the truck. Just getting some sun. Just just, just hanging out, just sitting there, you know. You know, just, like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Shit happens kind of thing. And then the the key, the locksmith guy pulls up. Another very nice guy. Here's the problem, you know, because people are starting to go, dude, Bailey, I think, um, you know, this Black Cloud podcast that you're doing is actually making matters worse in your life. That might be true. But the flip side to this is these Black Cloud moments that I've been have uh, having lately, they've been with the nicest people. Oh, that's good. You know, the leak at Destin, this guy really nice. The locksmith guy shows up. very Like, I've, been, I've met some really nice, um, incompetent individuals. And, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but they're at least they're they they're incompetent, but they're nice, which kind of diffuses the incompetency just a little bit. Yeah, because if they were dicks, you'd have bigger problems. Right? Then you'd be stressed. You want to fight them, and all yeah. kind of still old, too old to fight. So the guy gets there. It takes him another twenty ish minutes for this dude to unlock the truck, and they both had to do it. Ugh. I don't know why that's such a big deal. Now I told the guy, I'm like, just break the window. You know, call your company. Is there somebody you can call? You could use my phone to call them, somebody to get here quickly. And he kept dodging it because he says he's a self-contracted guy. So he went out and rented the truck, and he's employed by whoever to deliver the shit. Uh. Like, mine was just, uh, maybe he's on some, I don't know, mailing, you know, like, we need to ship this to somebody mailing list or something. He's like, I'll pick it up. I don't know what it is. But he was ter- I think he was terrified that I was going to rat him out. But I didn't, you know. That was nice. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, it's like no harm, no foul. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, he was an idiot, but it wasn't like he purposely did it. I didn't get charged. Well, I don't think. you know, Do you get charged for roadside assistance if you have it within your, your insurance? I don't know. AAA, no, because you pay for it. But I, right. yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't either. I haven't gotten a bill. Yeah. So I don't know how that works. I should probably inquire. Yeah. On next week's podcast, <laughs> Bailey gets a bill for $1,500 for roadside assistance. Yeah, I have I have no idea. I should probably find out about that. But anyway, that's my black cloud moment this week. All I wanted was my new gazebo slash carport. And instead, I got almost two hours of this really nice moving dude stuck in my driveway because he locked his keys and his phone in his truck. But I learned that school buses can't go backwards. At least you learned something. And the Duck Dynasty dude had shit to take to the dump.
<laughs> who knew thank god my wife came home like in the middle of it because she's such a great diffuser yeah and a lot of the cars that were passing by we knew them because we're friends with a lot of our neighbors so she's out there chatting up a storm she's like going from side to side on the truck talking to people it's like on the inside oh my god you're pregnant you look so good oh my god when's the baby due hold on for a second i go over here so you're put oh you are putting up a screen room that's fantastic. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, so the baby, okay, what we're doing a shower. I'm totally going to be there. Okay, yeah, hold on for a second. Oh, my God, I don't know if I can do potato salad next weekend. You know, she's going back and <laughs> forth, and I'm watching her because I can't do that. Yeah. Small talk is not my thing. And I'm watching her do this, and I'm like, dude, wow, you're a pro. This is good. And, like, people were stressed. And they, some people didn't even decide to, to go a different way because my wife was entertaining them so much. <laughs> like I was waiting for her to like come inside and get lemonade and yeah. go outside and serve people drinks. But there started to be like a line of cars and she was just going from car to car making friends. If she didn't already know, just chatting them up, <laughs> just chatting up. Sorry. We got shit storm dude. Locked. It, it, but every, every time it was that guy locked his keys in the truck. Oh yeah. Blame <laughs> it's, it on him. it's that guy's fault. That's the dumbass. By the way, what's your name? Where you live? What can I do for you? Would you like a drink? We got them in the garage. Bees, go get them a lemonade. <laughs> All right. Get some Lionwear. You know, Lionwear.shop with the code Bailey15. It's good stuff. Um, this is episode 13. Lucky 13. We should have skipped 13 like an elevator. Oh, yeah. I can just rename it. No, 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 it kind of fits with the whole theme of this gimmick. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Maybe every episode should be 13. Yeah. 13.1. <laughs> yeah, 13.1, 13.2. All right, thanks for listening. JasonBailey.com. Follow us on social media. You can get it all there. Make sure you're following Digidude Nate on social media, too. He's got a bunch of different handles. You can watch him drink beer with his beer uh, chugs and harmony. Uh, podcast that he does uh, which is 60 seconds of pure entertainment every friday where he does this amazing video work uh that he never does for me i don't know how you do that video work it's really good oh thanks it's like high quality shit oh, i try how do you do it uh i use premiere and after effects okay well whatever you're after affecting on premieres is tight like titties <laughs> i appreciate it because that's some good <laughs> shit right there all right talk to you next week bye People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. 